Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Coffee with Craig, where we talk about all things firearms, firearms policy, politics, culture, media, you name it. We're talking about it right here on Coffee with Craig. So take a moment, like and share this program. Like and share it if you're watching us on Facebook or you're watching us on YouTube. Also, make sure if you haven't hit the notification uh, button uh, on both on either one, do that. So that way you can you can get those notifications as soon as we go live. Also, if you just want to listen to us, we're on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Spotify, a number of different services. So if you just want to listen to us, please do so. And also share that with your friends as well. Also, please remember to go to fpcgear.com. That's fpcgear.com. It's a great place to uh, find pro Second Amendment gear, you know, stuff that will show your support for the Second Amendment. But here's the thing. Know that every penny that you spend will go right back into the fight to keep and bear arms. So you can support the Second Amendment and you can look good doing it. That's fpcgear.com. All right. Moving right along. So... You know, I'm always as I'm looking for topics to talk about here on coffee. Uh, I am I always get totally excited when I see new groups or new efforts popping up in this in this battle. When I call it battle, it really is a battle. This is a a culture war, if you want to call it. And in this culture war, there are people who believe that if you believe in your right to keep and bear arms, that you are a bad, evil person. Groups like Moms Demand Action would label you as a bad, evil person simply because you believe that you have a constitutional right uh, to be able to defend, to be in the best position to be able to defend yourself, and that supersedes their perceived right to feel safe, right? So as I was searching, I came across a group called Moms Demand Automatics, and I said, I need to talk to these folks. I need to find out because these these sound like my kind of moms. They sound like the the type of people that uh, that uh, would tend to agree. Well, I'm going to clarify: not my type of people, our type of people, people like you and I who believe in that fundamental right to keep and bear arms. So I had a chance to reach out uh, to to the group and came up with and was able to finally get a hold of uh, Leslie Hollywood, who's going to tell us a little bit more about it. Now, she's also with another organization. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let Leslie uh, share all of that with you. Leslie, welcome to the program. Thanks, Craig. It's a, it, So, okay, first of all, let, let's just take a step. How did you come up with the name Moms Demand Automatics? Well, so, you know, we, we actually are kind of a um, not Moms Man Automatics, but it's kind of a group of moms and, and some dads, actually, that are part of a very active, very boots on the ground organization in Colorado called Rally for Our Rights. Because we're so boots on the ground, we have encountered Moms Man action <laughs> at every single crossroads again and again. So, you know, we started to just become, you know, like they were just a thorn in our side and we wanted to become a thorn in their side, which we did. So, you know, out of out of kind of a, a mocking uh, form, you know, some of the moms came together and thought, you know, hey, we should just become Moms Demand Automatics. Then we could use the hashtag MDA. Um, we could, you know, kind of really start to put ourselves out there as um, as the other MDA, the other moms that, you know, support firearms, that, that support self-defense. And so the, from there, <laughs> the organization Rally for Our Rights 
although it's not technically linked to Moms Demand Automatics, some of the moms from within the organization just kind of came together and started the Moms Demand Automatics, which is actually, interestingly enough, more of a, a Facebook meme page is how it started, but it's really grown and gotten a lot of attention. And, and it's interesting because there really isn't anything like it is what we've discovered. So that's kind of how it came about. And it definitely, I mean, in all honesty, was our desire to kind of mock the mom's demand action, um, you know, using their same terminology. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because uh, we we have mocked mom's demand action. Uh, I won't even get into how we mock mom's demand action. But the point, the point that I, I am making is what, what I really like is that all right, so you're so you're you're demonstrating that you know there are moms out there who believe in the right to keep and bear arms and and believe in not infringing on that right because they want to keep their themselves and their families safe. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot more of those moms than people even realize. You know, one thing that's been very interesting, our organization, Rally for Our Rights, um, we actually began back in April. We, we kind of just, you know, um, bounced into action right after the March for Our Lives stuff happened in uh, March. So when, one thing that was really interesting about it was once we kind of put this out there and started just saying, let's get out in the streets too, let's start rallying for our gun rights. One of the most interesting things to me and many people was literally how many women and how many moms were there. I'm talking single moms. I'm a single mom myself, actually. Um, single moms, married moms. We had moms there who didn't even own guns, but just were there to support the Second Amendment in case they ever decided they wanted to purchase a gun. Um, it was very interesting to see all these moms come up kind of out of nowhere and join together because they have been quiet for so long. And, you know, as, as you probably and very well know, um, the gun rights industry or the gun rights community has been very male driven and male dominated. And there's plenty of women in it, but they tend to stay on the sidelines. And um, I believe it's time that the women step up because we have to, we have to counter the moms demand action. I mean, we have moms out there saying, I'm a mom, I care about this. And the, we're all the moms, you know, all the moms want to take away the guns. <laughs> That's just entirely not true. I have a 19 year old daughter. I've got a, an 11 year old daughter and a seven year old daughter. <clears throat> My kids go to school. My kids grew up and, and still, you know, grow up in the era of what I call the, um, the school shooting drills, things that we never dealt with as kids. I understand the fear. I mean, I, I know what it's like to be a parent and sit in the same seat as those in Moms Demand Action. My solution is just different than theirs. Well, you know, it, it, it's great that you say that. And, and, and you're right. Ultimately, you know, and I sit before policymakers all the time who say, well, we have these moms and they these these mothers who just want to they've chosen to get active because they care about their their family and their community or or in the case with the kids. We you know, we need to listen to these young people. Well, well guess what? There are young people out there who believe in the Second Amendment. There are people there are young people out there who want to be able to when they are of legal age, they want to be able to be in a position to be able to defend themselves and they want their families and their homes to be safe. And, you know. That's why we, we cannot, we can no longer be the silent majority. We need to be the vocal majority. We need to stand, we need to step up and be heard because 
especially in politics, it just seems like the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the squeaky wheel definitely gets the grease. I always, I always say, I have this, this uh, motto I've used for years, um, whoever, whoever yells the loudest wins in politics. And we've really definitely seen that with the anti-gun community or the, I call them the gun grabbers. But yeah, one thing that's been interesting about Rally for Our Rights that you know was kind of unexpected was how many young people it's actually brought out too. I mean, our organization is we're nonpartisan, and we make a big effort out of that. We, you know, when we do these rallies, when we do events, the partisan the partisan politics stays aside. Obviously, when you get into you know legislation things like that, you know, some partisan stuff comes in. But for the most part, we keep it nonpartisan. But one amazing thing to me has been how many people who are not involved with the NRA are not involved with like here we have in Colorado, Rocky Mountain gun owners. They've never been gun rights activists in their lives and they're young and they're female. And um, the, the number when we when we get out here and we do different events, whether we're going to a city council meeting or we've gone to these gun violence discussion forums that the gun grabbers host. And they, of course, don't expect us to show up, but we, we show up in mass. Um, we are literally the only people there without gray hair. <laughs> like it is it is like is it's, it's very inspiring to me to see how many young people truly do stand with us and do support gun rights but they have nowhere to go right now they that the other side has organized so well and pulled people in and people who are looking for answers they're providing the answer what's what we need to do is whether we're moms or dads or students or just a single guy or a single woman in your 20s, is we need to join together and we need to start being the answer. Because when these tragedies happen, and they are tragedies, and this is one thing that I always go back to when I talk to the gun grabbers, is that we um, that we all agree on one thing. We can all agree on a, a one basic thing, which is that school shootings are tragic and we none of us want to see them happen. But then from there, you kind of have to discuss why are they happening? You get kind of into the more of the details. But when these tragedies happen, parents like myself, I mean, I understand this, parents like my neighbors, my friends, um, they're looking for an answer. They want to know why it's happening and they want to know how to make it stop. The other side, the anti-gun community are the only ones providing answers right now. And that's where I think it's so important that, you know, things like Rally for Our Rights or Moms Demand Automatics, that using these forums and using these uh, new organizations that we begin to provide answers as well. That's what's going to bring people in. That's what's going to bring them together. I guess here. So here's the only place that I'll disagree with you, is that there, there are individuals and there are organizations that are proposing answers in order to address some of these things. The problem is those don't get the sort of coverage from the mainstream media that, you know, saying let's take their guns gets. It's, you know, when you start talking about things, when you start talking about things like uh, one, provide, one, allowing teachers to be who, who desire to, to be able to carry in schools, they say, well, we just, you just want to arm teachers. Uh, they don't get into developing, you know, looking at schools and looking at it from the perspective of making them a safe environment. When we, when, when you go to a courthouse, uh, those, those buildings are designed to make it difficult for people to, who aren't supposed to be there to get in, uh, as well as in particular get in there armed. Yet we leave our, our school campuses wide open 
uh, for individuals. When we look at some of these, some of these shootings, uh, some of these mass shootings, when we look at the number of times that government has failed, I mean, with laws on the books, California has some of the most stringent gun laws in the country, yet we had the San Bernardino shooting, we had Tehama County shooting, and we had the borderline shooting. All of these are all, all shootings that occurred in the last few years right here in California with the strictest gun laws. And part of the challenge is, is with the, solution, the solutions that they're proposing is that they're not really solutions because they haven't stopped anything. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're um, a false sense of security. And to me, that's all, you know, any of the gun bans that we've seen, that's really, to me, that's all they are. And I completely agree with you about um, that we do have answers on our side. My, my, my argument is a little bit more that we don't do a good job of, you know, of um, providing those answers, of getting those out in the forefront. And part of that is, like you said, the media doesn't want to cover that stuff. And that's where that's where that's where organizations like Rally for Our Rights or, you know, a little group like Moms and Man Automatics can actually come in really handy. That's where we can actually all work together. You know, we're not the, the firearms are just a conservative community in general. And politics is not very good about you know working together as a coalition. And I'm all about coalition building. I don't really care who gets the credit for anything as long as we're continually to move that ball forward of what we're what our cause is, and what we support here in Colorado. We have faster Colorado. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but I'm it very is familiar a, with them. It's phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. So Laura Carno is actually a good friend of mine. <laughs> so, and we've been friends long before any of this even started. And um, so she's got her fantastic organization. She does whatever media she can do. She kind of is always working, you know, towards pushing her ball forward. So what, one thing that Rally for Our Rights can do is, you know, we have a, this huge following of people on the ground, boots on the ground, people here in Colorado, as well as now we're starting to just move nationwide. And then even Moms and Man Automatics, which is just very much nationwide, is one thing that we can do is that we can work together with Faster, for example, and we can say, we can promote what they're doing. We have actually done, um, we did a, we used a library and we held a faster, a, a faster presentation for the community in Longmont, Colorado. And it was just open to the public. Come on in, learn about this, learn about this fantastic um, program called Faster and what they do. Um, Evan Todd, who was actually a Columbine shooting high school shooting survivor. And when I say survivor, survivor, he was actually shot. He actually came and spoke about why he supports faster. So what we can do is as our smaller organizations is we can then work to advance those solutions and those answers in the public eye. Um, and then from there, people are excited. Well, how do I get this implemented in my school district? And well, next thing we know, I mean, if you want to talk about that as one of the, the pieces of this, which I believe it is, then we need to start getting involved in, in, in school board races. And there's different things that we need to be looking at. And, and that's where, you know, taking things offline, <laughs> getting out of the Facebook realm, which we're fantastic at using. It's great. It helps bring people in and pull them into our organization. And they're excited to hear about us. But that's what we're able to do is pull those people out, get them out onto the streets, you know, get onto the streets, get them into school board meetings, get them into, um, you know, whatever it is we can do to, to actually, you know, provide people with the tools to be better activists, because that's what's needed right now. Well, you know, and I think you, you know, one of the things is people gravitate to the familiar and. Just like there are people who would never come out, who might not come out to an NRA or a GOA event, but they might show up to a Black, a black Guns Matter event. Uh, there are 
there are women who would feel more comfortable coming to a mom's demand automatic uh, thing than they would maybe come into an NRA event or an FPC event. But it's just like I said, it's it's not about it's it's all about the same message, but it's understanding that that it's not just the message. It's how you communicate the message and who is communicating the message. And it's important that we're that we're all doing that, that everybody. And what I really like is you guys didn't wait for someone else to come and do it. You didn't wait for FPC or GOA or, or NRA. You guys said, look, I see a need right here on the ground where I am. Let's get together and let's make this happen. And, you know, now you're making waves nationally. Yeah, and, and that's and that's really true. That last part you said, especially I think everybody there's two things. It's funny because I actually just spoke uh, last week at an event here in Colorado about citizen activism. And one of the there's there's two two main topics that I talked about. And one of those is that um, is that we can all be citizen activists. I mean, there's there's little things we can do and there's big things we can do. I've chosen to make a, take a big stand and step up and just lead this this movement that is so desperately needed right now. You know, people can be online, they can share information, they can write, There's, they can write to their editors or their newspapers. There's so many different things we can do as citizen activists. But what we have to do is we have to just say, you know, not wait for somebody else to do it. Just say, I'm gonna do it myself, because why not? Um, and the other thing is that I think we live in this society with politics where politicians in Washington, D.C., and even just the state, state legislature, they want us to believe that, that they're removed from us. They're not. <laughs> they are not removed. Th those people work for us, and we need to remember that. Um, we do not need to ask permission to do the things that we do. We do not need to ask permission to say, I'm going to start a gun rights organization. We don't have to ask the NRA. We don't have to ask the president. We don't have to ask my state senator. <laughs> I, I, as a citizen activist, I have these constitutional rights and I can go out and I can exercise them and I can bring hundreds or thousands of people together with me to do it without asking anyone for permission. I It's but, funny you say that because I've, I've run into that with some elected officials. You know, we're not partisan organization we have the right the left we have the middle we work with all we work with everybody who believes in the second amendment and i've literally sat down with some politicians uh and you know they're like well you need to help us and you know here in california we had the the former leader of the republican of the republican assembly basically say to us well you know our job is you know we need you to help us get people elected when we asked well what are you going to do to promote the second amendment he said well really nothing and, and we made it clear to him, it's like, you need to understand something. Um, we don't work for you. Um, we're the citizens. You're the legislators. You work for us. We exist to advocate on behalf of the Second Amendment. Uh, we're going to make sure that we do what we need to do to promote the Second Amendment. And if you, if, if you or a member of your caucus decides they're going to go outside of that, well, then they're going to get criticized the same way we would criticize a member of the other, of the, of the other party. And that's just kind of the way it is. And it's, it's really what I like to call it is it is almost a form of placism where they believe, look, your place as a citizen, as a people, and once again, this is Republicans, Democrats, I, I, and, and it's not all of them. It really isn't. It's not all of them. But it's a lot of them in these in, who get elected really feel like they're, you know, they, 
we should do what they tell us. And it's like, no, you don't understand. You were elected to to represent us. And if you do not represent us, we're going to call you out on it. We're going to give you the opportunity to correct it. And if you don't, then we're going to replace you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting you say that because one of the things that I've been told, I mean, I've, I've been a political activist uh, for about 10 years myself. I started when I was in my 20s. And even back then, I was honestly just a pissed off stay at home mom. <laughs> and I just... I, I was waiting for somebody to do something, you know, back it was 2009. I was just waiting for somebody to do something and, and nobody did. So I just decided one day, well, I'm going to do it. And, you know, I always emphasize that, you know, I'm, I'm nothing special. I'm just like everybody else. I am just a, I'm just a citizen. I'm a mom. I'm a, I'm nothing. I'm not independently wealthy. <laughs> I, I'm just passionate about what I believe in. But um, one thing I've always been told is that, is that we, you know, that, we play on teams, right? <laughs> this this team mentality mm-hmm. that, um, you know, like I have to somehow be working on the team of the Republican Party, never mind the fact that they just sell out my gun rights all the time. And I'm a mom who needs to defend myself. I don't have a husband here who can whip out, you know, his gun out of the nightstand and I can lay in bed with my kids. I, I'm a single mom with daughters. Yeah, I absolutely need the right to self-defense. I mean, constitution aside, just don't take that away from me. And then I'm a constitutionalist on top of it. So, of course, that really matters to me as well. And I do just like you. I I refer to gun rights as civil rights, sometimes uh, human rights. And um, I I recently I recently said that gun rights advocates like myself are humanitarians. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) I love that. I love that. Oh, so what do you guys do? You guys have anything? uh, I understand you have something coming up, a big event coming up. We do. Um, so this is actually being planned by Moms Demand Automatics. And what we're doing is, you know, on the 19th of January across the country, they're doing the big women's march, which they did last year as well. And um, here in Colorado, at least, and I'm not sure about it nationwide, but they have tied a very strong, very anti-gun um, narrative and agenda. And with this march, they will be pushing for assault weapons bans, for red flag bills, um, bump stock bans, magazine bans, nobody needs an AR-15, you know, that kind of stuff. And so what we've decided to do is, is not necessarily counter protest them, although we've done that in the past. Um, we've decided what we're actually going to do is just join them together as a group, you know, so we'll probably be together. And we are going to bring signs that, you know, are that, you know, gun rights are women's rights too. So we're going to be there as women. And of course, there'll be plenty of men that come. Um, we actually have a banner that's already been made that says, if you don't want to live in the handmaid's tale, don't give up your guns. So um, we have, yeah, I mean, so we got that, that event coming up and that is on um, January 19th. Um, I think it's at 1 p.m. at the Colorado State Capitol. We'll probably maybe converge across the street and kind of figure out where we can fit in. Depends on how many people show up, which I kind of think it's going to be smaller than it's been in the past. But we want to just make sure that we're there. And this is kind of going back to that, that needing to provide an answer. So we want to make sure that we're there. And if we're not there, who's going to get all the media coverage? They are. If we're there, who's going to get part of the media coverage? We will. So we can be there as Moms Demand Automatics, as Rally for Our Rights, as just gun rights advocates, and we can just come out there and and just spread this message that we're moms and we support gun rights, and here's why. Um, So we've got that going on. The other thing we have happening is Rally for Our Rights is we're doing a billboard campaign. We're actually looking at putting three different billboards up in Colorado. 
we've had the gun grabbers here in Colorado put up two billboards. <laughs> They're pretty, pretty hard hitting. Um, so we decided, you know, everyone said to us, let's do them too. And so I said, heck, let's do it too. So we have a GoFundMe going where we're raising money. We've raised about, I think, $3,500 so far just in like, in like 10 days. And one of our billboards actually has a picture of my 19-year-old daughter, um, you know, carrying an AR-15. And she's just absolutely, she's just beautiful. She could be a model. And um, our billboard actually says, why, it says, politicians who claim to support women's rights want to take away a woman's right to defend herself with a firearm. Why? So we're going to be putting that billboard up along with the along with the March. So we've kind of got a couple different things going on. Um, the information is all out there on Facebook. It's on our website, rallyforourrights.com. And um, anybody that wants to get involved and just learn about what we're doing, we, we are constantly, Rally for Our Rights is constantly moving things forward. We're constantly on the ground. We're at city council meetings. We're going to be down at the legislature this next this next session. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we've we've grown incredibly fast, which is very exciting. And um, we are just continuing to, you know, we want to push that push that boundary. We really want to push the boundary of of who the general public thinks gun owners are. And I make a really big effort to let people know that gun owners are mothers and fathers. They're your friends and your coworkers. They're your family and your neighbors. They don't like, but let's put a new face on gun owners. And we've been doing a really great job of that. Amen. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. Well, you've already <laughs> talked about the website. Uh, it's rallyforyourrights.com. Is it rallyforyourrights.com or .org? Um, either one, actually. We have oh, both domains. So. Okay, excellent, <laughs> it's excellent. It's technically Rally for Our Rights, but enough people confused that I bought the other domain too. So. All right. And also, you know, they're they're easy to find on Facebook. All you got to do is put in the name there in the search bar. Also, same thing with uh, Moms Demand Automatics. Uh Check it out. Once again, great group. I appreciate the work that you guys are doing. Uh, I'm just, I'm like I said, I grassroots activism, people putting foot, putting, you know, getting, getting involved and engaged and not waiting for someone else to do it. I, it just, it just, it warms my heart. Well, excellent. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good stuff. It's, it's all, it's really fun too. People have made friends and um, yeah, it's, it's just a brand new world right now. So excellent. Everybody. This is Leslie Hollywood with uh, Rally for Your Rights and Moms Demand Automatics. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. All right. All right, folks. Well, that's going to be it for today's Coffee with Craig. Once again, we very much appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys make my day every time you guys watch. So take a moment, like and share, like and share this program, subscribe, encourage your friends to do the same so that they can come to get to know us and we can get to know them. We are the Firearms Policy Coalition. We are the home in the fight for civil rights. Got to use them or you're going to lose them. You guys take care.